it's a it's, course that's down the street from us, and it's absolutely shame on us for never getting there this year. So, you know, we're probably, that's de- without a doubt, needs to be a thing next year. King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. All right. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Putts. On today's episode, we're going to talk all about kind of a recap of the golf season. Yeah. Uh, the Connecticut golf season in Connecticut closed handicap-wise November 14th. So we're going to talk about some of that stuff. I mean, we've pretty much talked about all of it throughout the year with the podcast. But yeah, just kind of recapping some things that maybe would have happened earlier in the season that we you know, really enjoyed. And also want to talk about winter game and maybe the things that we do or don't have planned for this winter as far as what each of us wants to do um, with our games and also the podcast and, and YouTube channel. Yeah. I I mean, I think that I think that it was a it, it felt like a short season, but looking back at it, like I feel like, you know, we did a ton this a, season, yeah, right? So it's one of those things where like yeah, I mean, it always seems short when it comes to an end. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, we did some real cool stuff from going down to North Carolina. We played a lot of nice courses up in this area, um, played in some cool events, both at Manchester and the Orchards. So yep. it was it was a fun year on that side of it. Um, I think it's, I think it maybe felt shorter in the aspect of, like, like we definitely played less this year. We still played a lot. Like, yeah. I think I carded, like, 72 rounds played more than that because some of them are scramble of things and other things and whatever shambles and stuff like that yeah, but like some of the practice rounds never make it to a card right yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes you know draw up a f- fucking 95 with a couple mulligans no nah, i'm not gonna post that <laughs> or you know there's those days you just go out there and you're not even keeping yeah, score yeah. you're just practicing so just practicing um but i think we did uh we even though we played more last year we did more we did more this more like we just played a lot at manchester last year whereas this year we played i think this year like we did more overall like you're saying like played more courses but we also did a lot more developing the podcast Podcast, and content that we were putting out for that stuff whereas you know last year we had in between nines and played a lot. Which have we really talked about in between nines much? I don't Probably think we have. Really. I and mean, maybe at the very, very beginning of this podcast. Yeah, that's something that I kind of missed this year, and I definitely think I want to bring back next I mean, year. We, we, I think we both do. And so, for those of you who don't know what in between nines is, it's kind of what what kind of got this whole thing started to a degree. Yeah, it's I like, think I think. If you listen back, we kind of covered this in the first episode ever of the podcast yeah, where we were so. we were so talking about how this kind of all got going and started. So, um, yeah, no, In Between Nines, we'll link in the description down below to there's a playlist on YouTube yeah. um, that, you know, you can check out some of those videos. But kind of the, the main premise of it was that. Most of the time, we were taking non-golfers out on the course with us. And, yeah, and talking to them about you know their specialty. Um, Caleb from Amherst Brewing was like one of the first people that we brought onto the podcast. So interviewing them on the golf course while they're doing something that they've never really done before, and as we all know, golf is a hard thing. So it, it seemed like a really fun an interesting concept and i i think the videos turned out great but we just didn't end up really doing any this year because we were kind of consumed with the podcast podcast. client work and then also trying to make sure that we were keeping up with creating stuff on the youtube channel and obviously like the in between nines things those episodes and stuff could have been put out on the youtube channel but i think a lot more uh production as far as like pre-production planning scheduling guests and all that stuff takes a lot more time than just you know going and playing golf and filming a video you know and i don't want to that's not entirely what our videos are on a youtube channel but to a degree like it's a lot easier to say let's book around and go play well not only that i mean last year we had the luxury of covid where a lot of people were working from home their schedules are a lot more flexible it was easy to kind of schedule things like that where you know people were working maybe they'd 
you know, start earlier in the morning and are leaving in the afternoon or whatever. Like it, yeah. it was a little bit easier on the scheduling side of things on that one. But um, I think I, I'd like to bring that back next I'd year. Like I'd like to, you know, it doesn't have to be a regular thing, but throw yeah. out, throw out a few episodes of that throughout the year. I think yeah. it would be fun. I think that'd be really cool. Um, yeah. So, so first of all, first off, let's just get into stats. Let's talk about handicap, current handicaps, which I, I think we probably already said a few episodes ago, but, um, let's say our low and then our current, which I think yours is the same. Yeah. My low and current. Is a ten two. So he finished the season off as a ten point two. And do you remember what you started out as? I can show you how to find it if you need to find it. Because I think we should just I think it was a fourteen six. All right. Um we'll just say that. Yeah. So you dropped four four point four point four. Four four. Um my low was a thirteen four, um, and it's currently a thirteen seven playing really good and then started shooting like 93 92 <laughs> yeah i mean you know whenever cam was like dude you're not gonna play good at the end of the season yeah I was like, it gets, it's not that different right now but yes it is it, it's cold the ball doesn't it travel cold. that's the, but the that's green, not what my problem the greens are frozen I mean. yeah. like it's okay it's, that that actually did yeah. hurt me on yeah a few no, rounds but this, yeah this time of year the the enjoyability and the scoreability part of the golf course i think yeah, goes right out the window right out the window but uh, yeah, ended at a thirteen point seven. Started at like a twenty. I don't. Tw- we'll just say twenty one. Yeah, yeah, right around there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna still be playing like every now and then. I'm I'm actually going down to Cape Cod this weekend slash well, not really weekend towards the end of the week to visit some family I haven't seen like since the beginning of the pandemic. Um, almost two years, like my grandparents and aunts and uncles and stuff like that. So, and I'll be playing some golf with my dad and um, my aunt's boyfriend. Nice play around there, and That'll you know, fun. any 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 nice day, I'm I'm gonna try and get out. Yeah, th- actually, Thursday's supposed to be Sunday like too. 63, so I think I'm gonna yeah, try you should and get out, there. get out there. We'll see. What so like, I I had said this earlier to you. So I used to be. And I still kind of am like a sicko in the aspect of like, I'll go out and play more than probably Justin would like in, in the cold in, weather, in, in the cold weather, yeah. in yeah. the rain. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'll go out yeah. and play. He doesn't, he doesn't enjoy the enjoyability fact. He just likes being out there. I just like being out there. <laughs> but I, I did say today, I feel like the better that I've gotten, like today we had a meeting up um, at a golf course and we were walking in and it was cold and windy and I was like, you know, the better I've gotten, the more I realize I don't want to be playing. Like I don't want to play today. Like we're here. Don't even want to think about it. Yeah. I said maybe nine, but I don't know. We stepped when we stepped back out leaving. Oh fuck. I was no. like, no. You wouldn't catch me out there. No. The wind was like freaking sixty miles an yeah, hour yeah. and cold. Well, maybe not that much. But freaking it was cold. It was cold. It was cold. So I guess long whatever short here uh for you how often do you see yourself playing from here on out until the spring um even talking about winter golf because you know sometimes in january february even december if there's no snow on the ground we do get some warm days you know where where do how often do you see yourself playing or even making it a point or are you just like i'm done um i'll be lucky if i make it to the double digits between now and when we get started playing next year that's, as far as out, outside rounds it'll be there'll be a handful like you know i mentioned to you earlier like i got no problem on like a you know you get that random weird like 50 degree day the end of december or something yep. where it's pretty nice out the sun's beating down good like i'll go out and play nine holes for there i mean my thing too is like you get to this time of year like even if it's nice out the ground's still frozen yeah even if it's nice out it's still temporary greens and tees um, so like for the most part like i'd rather go spend the time in a sim bay yeah or even just hitting balls into a net like i'd rather do that than be out there just hitting off frozen ground yeah that's i mean that 100 percent makes sense and i'm kind of excuse me ipa burp um i'm kind of in the same boat um i definitely like without a doubt like if there's if there's gonna be like a nice warm day and like there's nothing really going on then like definitely gonna make it a point to get out even try and play 
18 if I can, you know, um, maybe take the old clubs with me rather than the new ones. But why? I don't know. If the ground's frozen, don't want to like bend something that's already bent more than it is. Mm. Those shafts are like light. Yeah. They're stiff, but they're light yeah. and yeah. they bend too easily <laughs> as I've learned. I don't know. Why, why introduce another set of clubs into your game to fuck Fair around enough. with things? Whatever. <laughs> then I'll be playing with my new clubs. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I mean, it's winter. Like, it's it's time to play indoors if you're going to continue playing. Like, that, that's New England. You either play when you, you go away and it's nice out and you can still play in nice conditions if you're going down south or, you know, wherever yeah, you might be going. South, it's right, nice right, right. weather. Like, I'm totally on board with that. But... Um, yeah, I just, I mean, it's nice to be outside, I guess, but like at that point, like I'd rather take the dogs for a hike in the winter than go out on a golf yeah. course. So you're saying you'd rather just spend time on like a sim yeah, or something yeah, yeah, just yeah. because you feel like that's actually beneficial for your game. Yeah. I feel like that's more constructive and you're able to replicate also, you know, your conditions and your swings as far as that goes where you're out on the course and you know you may you may be in frozen rock solid hard ground and then the next thing you know you may hit a spot where it's thawed and just gross and mushy and whatever so like the consistency i think of just being able to um hit the same shots and practice the shots and i think that that's really what the off season for is you know figuring out what you want to work on and working on that and building that muscle memory and that repetitiveness out of that. Like in a sim. Yeah. yeah. I, it doesn't, I mean, I don't care if you got a net in your garage but just, or you're, whatever. You're talking like, about not yeah. outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, no. And, and like the thing is like, I know that there's a lot of um, driving range facilities. I think that that's, if, if it's warm enough and you want to go hit golf balls out of a driving range facility, I think that that is constructive like covered heated ones covered heated ones or even i mean even just you know hitting off of mats at a uh non-covered one on a nice day like i think that's totally totally constructive and you can get a good um practice what so um what are your plans as far as like do you for practicing do you have any have you thought about put any thought into that as far as like what you want to do um not a ton um i i mean i'll definitely be spending a lot of time on the, the birdie ball this winter here in the office putting around putting green, yeah. um and you know I'll, I'll go i'll go to manchester go on a track man or i'm sure we'll be down at z strict playing on the golf zone simulators or yep. any of the other virtual golf area places in the area i'm sure we'll get a few rounds in here and there um but so you're not worried about the swing the swing you'll 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 keep moving to a degree yeah the swing i'll keep moving to a degree um i'll probably i think i may um take a couple lessons over to winter um just there's a couple things within the swing that i kind of want to work on certain movements and stuff with jordan on and then um getting fitted for my new irons in either january or february so refitted so that'll be yeah that'll be i'm getting fitted for irons that i wasn't given as an option for my fitting yeah so you're you're just looking at one brand basically uh two two yeah Yeah. so um so yeah i'll definitely be doing that and you know obviously um there's a few things that i would like to try to work on it it's going to be it's going to continue just like a lot of conditioning and mobility and not necessarily even within the golf swing but just there's gonna be a lot of body work yep this winter yeah yeah um for me for myself definitely the things that i feel like we lose the most just because obviously we still swung a lot during the off season last year Mm -hmm. um you know, there wasn't really a lot of snow on the ground either. It wasn't a super cold, cold winter. So did get to kind of play some temp tea, temp green golf towards, you know, the end of winter and stuff like that. So that's not really a worry for me is like working on the swing. Um, what is more of a concern is just short game. And actually 
being more dedicated about chipping and 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 putting and trying to figure out obviously we have this putting green here so that's not going to be really an issue but talking to Jordan and figuring out a way um that I can you know practice chipping pitching not lose that feel and maybe even get a little better mm-hmm. um I don't really know I know that you know, we could get or I could get the those little foam balls and kind of like set up targets around here and just kind of like hit to a target. I know it's not the same exact thing as like hitting a golf ball, but at least like you're getting feel for something and you're like, you know, having that that movement. I don't know how constructive that is. Something I'd be interested to talk to Jordan yeah. about. No, it's interesting because like I think I have a hard time translating short game from hitting you know off a mat into natural conditions i don't i don't think the two overly correlate and that might be just you know my thought process on it maybe maybe that they do more than i'm giving them credit for um but yeah no that i mean i'd be all for that i just like I, i mentioned like just just playing the ball off of a very hard surface right it's a different surface yeah. yeah yeah I just wonder, like, my big thing is, like, is is that better than doing nothing, right? And if that's better than doing nothing, like, if that's, like, helping to a degree or it's just, like, kind of keeping your feel there, because it's not, it's not so much, like, that's, that's all feel, right? So, like, if you're kind of, like, keeping the feel of, like, hitting, it's a different type of ball, but at least you're, like, feel, your feeling is still there as far as, like, distance control and everything, then then that's definitely something that I want to I want to look into. You know, if it if it's going to hurt my game then I you know, I don't want to mess with that, but I don't really see I don't know why that would really hurt hurt your game. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think hurt is the issue. Um I think kind I guess kind of like I'm saying it's more it's not necessarily what you're hitting or anything, but it's off the surface. The surface. So like say if we were to do it in here, we're hitting off a rock hard surface no matter what right because of the so like floor so i guess that way like it you're not you're not playing off car path lies all day out on a course so it's like where where does that fall um in that and obviously like if you have a good good mat i think it translates a little bit more and i think honestly those mats that they have at z strict are really good for that because the the reacts on those surfaces yeah, yeah. very similar to the way that it does out on the course right but that's not something that will rubber be mat. do right. all the time right you know? and yeah. that's that's more like i would rather try and figure out a way to spend more time on short game than going to 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 a, like i still want to go to the sims and 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 practice that shit but mm-hmm. like yeah it'd be interesting and i like if anyone has recommendations on especially like hitting mats or yeah. something like that that may translate to Send us a real feel, like let us know because I'm very interested in yeah, products like, like I, that. I would, I definitely want to look into getting a better mat because mm-hmm. the mat that we have is a piece of garbage. It's trash. It should be uh, in the trash. It should be in the trash. It's broken. Um, there, I don't even know where the fairway mat is. It's like a three light. I think I literally trashed you that. Trash that one. Um, but yeah, just getting a better a better mat and then, you know, probably looking at talking to Jordan and see what he thinks about, you know, messing around with the phone balls and if that actually does anything, um, you know, as far as just keeping your feel there. Um, so, yeah, definitely going to be looking into getting some products. And then once we figure out some products that we feel work for us, we'll probably end up sharing that with you guys. Yeah. I mean, you've seen, you know, we have the video about our impressions on the birdie ball. That's, that's like our very first impressions. Yeah, too, and like. that was our very first impressions. And to be honest, they haven't changed. I really, really think it's a good product, and I think that it. Did not this is not a sponsor. This is not a sponsor. This is just you know something that we believe in. Yeah. I think that it's it's great. It has a lot of great feel on it that translates. I noticed to the when I game. actually practice putting on this every single day, it translates to the golf course. Mm-hmm. And when I don't, it translates to the it golf translates course. To the golf course. Um. As far as like going to the sim and stuff, like last year, you know, we got we were very green to it. We learned a lot about what TrackMan has to offer, um, and just you know all the sims in general. What is what is your thought process on like 
if you I don't even know if you've thought about it or not, but like what is your thought process on you know what you're going to do this winter to utilize the trackman in in your in in your advantage. And the reason I'm asking this now is because I feel like you know we're both getting better, right? And you're getting to a point where you're getting like really really good getting low into the you you know you should be realistically you should have ended at the single digits yeah we thought that was going to happen with that 78 but it didn't so like have you thought about like that stuff at all or um i think i think as it gets closer to next season um and especially once i get my new irons in which will hopefully be before you know season gets underway and everything I will probably spend more time just by myself in the sim, kind of working through those new clubs and learning them. Um, but I don't, I don't overly foresee spending a ton of time in the sim, kind of alone before then doing that type of stuff. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, like for me, it's just keeping the movement going and then enjoying the social aspect of going out and playing, having some beers and doing that throughout the winter. Um, but I think definitely once, once I get the new clubs in learning, you know, my yardages and how they react and just really, really getting to know it because it'll be a completely, completely, completely different setup. Yeah. 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 So for you, like, obvious, like the, like you just said, like the whole sim golf thing is just a way to hang out and it's just a positive that you're keeping the swing yeah right yep uh yeah same same boat for me i i mean obviously i'm not getting new irons i definitely again just want to want to try and like work on yardages really dialing in yardages and stuff like that um just because that's something that i've kind of with these new irons struggled with is that they they're they're because they are a game improvement iron and the game improvement iron that the 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 type of game improvement iron that they are sometimes there's a lot of inconsistency mm-hmm. you know as far as like distance and yeah. uh maybe just trying to figure out a way to to control that better and no spend i think time on, i think that. that i think that that's a key for anyone i think that because realistically what you're seeing with game improvement irons like that when you're seeing you know inconsistency in distance is, is inconsistency in striking the ball yeah so you know that that's that's the same as someone playing, you know, more of a player iron that isn't getting the consistent strikes off the ball face and right. isn't getting the same solid shots. It's very similar in, you know, being aware of where your face is at in impact and really focusing on how you're getting through the ball and getting through it in a repeatable and consistent manner like that translates no matter what clubs you're playing so i think that's always a good thing to do yeah yeah and i do agree um i think that like overall the consistency in my distance is like is fairly consistent and it's not really a problem with like if i chunk a shot it's gonna be short yeah yeah of course but there's every now and then where like it just goes like and i feel like i hit it like sure maybe i hit it a little more pure but sometimes not even i just hit it different and it goes like 10 yards further mm. and i don't understand why and maybe it is maybe it is just me catching it pure right. just pure. really really flushing it you know but i don't know no yeah. idea so that's something that i kind of want to work on but really just really just short game yeah and then also i mean you kind of mentioned it like mobility stretching oh yeah spending you know i i kind of go on and off with the gym like i get like i go gung-ho and then i get busy and and kind of fall off and like go like only a couple times a week so Mm -hmm. um i i mean i feel like the winter is always the easiest time for me to work out and that's just because there's less really going on yeah no i mean this year for me was big on the mobility side and all of that last year last year year. you know with injuries and everything it was it was a major issue and i'd say i saw more i saw most of my improvement this year on just improving my body i didn't spend the time on the range i didn't spend the time really really practicing that much i played but i didn't i didn't spend a ton of time practicing and i think that you know, most of that improvement was 
getting my body into a position where I could repeat those swings constantly. And I think that that's yeah. something that's greatly overlooked by everyone. And, you know, if you want to go lift weights and get into that and stuff, that's great. But honestly, just increasing your flexibility and your mobility and working on your stretching and your balance and everything, you will notice more from that than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, that that's obviously going to depend on like the, the type of person and how much physical activity they're already doing, I guess, or like the type of physical activity that they're already doing, because I think you will get some mobility exercises out of certain workouts. Oh, hundred percent. That's not, that's yeah. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's uh, I'm saying that as far as getting a repetitive, constant swing, you're going to get that from mobility. focusing a lot more on mobility. The, the weightlifting and all of that's that power. Helps, that's helps, not, helps in yeah. you know power and all of that. But if you Power and mobility are two different things. If you don't have good balance, if you don't have good flexibility, I don't give a fuck how much you can lift. Or how it's hard not going to translate no. to your golf swing and not only that if you are going to the gym and you're not paying attention to your form and you're not paying attention to what you're doing there that is you're gonna the hurt yourself same, no not even that that's the same exact thing that you're doing in your golf swing i guess yeah and you're not you're not paying attention to how you're moving your weight through your body and through your swing and all of that it all goes hand in hand yeah because i do think i i just said something which i just want to kind of like i guess Quickly dive deeper in so I don't sound like an idiot. While I do think power and mobility are two separate things, I think with mobility comes power. I don't think with power comes mobility necessarily. No. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. No. With um with with mobility. <laughs> what is that? Spider Man with power comes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> with uh with mobility. It's more along the lines of you're able to use that power to your advantage. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I don't want to talk too much about like what we want to do next year. I'd rather save that for getting going, closer to next yeah, year. Getting closer to next yeah. year, seeing how the off season goes and all that stuff. So I think we kind of covered, you know, our goals. You know, mobility. You know, gym. Maybe a little strength training for you know. I I just want to work on that. Um, always because I'm a little dude. So, yeah. Uh, did I say short game? I said short you game. You said short game. I said short, short game. Short game. Um, I do want to, I do want to talk about, and we can talk about next year goals, I guess, for like what we would like to do as far as for the podcast and YouTube. Like we already kind of mentioned, mm-hmm. we want to do in between nines. It'd be nice to go on another you know, on the Rome, you know, three, four day trip or whatever. But I, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that in just a bit. But what I do want to kind of talk about is just tying into that, reflecting on this year and like, what do we think were some things that were really cool? Like what was one of our favorite golf courses that we played? What was the golf course that really surprised us? Um, maybe a favorite video that we had done that we, you know, we each liked and then, you know, yeah, same with the podcast, all that stuff. Just some of like, personal favorite highlights and not that's not to say that we don't enjoy all the podcasts we do and all the videos we make because we do otherwise we wouldn't do this Mm -hmm. but yeah just to kind of talk about that so i guess any thoughts on like what was what was your favorite golf course that you played in 2021 i think i know what the answer is i think great river yeah i'm gonna go with the packer road yeah yeah which probably was covered in for you it's probably covered in in all the have we really talked about great river on the podcast much i don't think so no not not so much so briefly tell me why you liked great river as like why is that your number one um the layout is unbelievably cool the conditions are just remarkable um that golf course you're not finding a bare spot of grass you're not finding a bunker that's not beautifully um, put together and raked and taken care of all along those lines. And it's the same. The greens are all rolling pure and like glass and just absolutely unbelievable. And I think it's just absolutely gorgeously scenic. We played it at twilight. Well, we were finishing our round twilight twilight. because it was fall. Yeah. And, um, 
the way that the sun was just coming down over the river and just spilling out across the and the foliage yeah spilling out across the clubhouse and the 18th and everything it was just that course is gorgeous yeah so yeah my favorite would have to be tobacco road and i think i had said this in the video um you when you showed it to me like what was that probably it was end of last year i think end of last year at some point um uh I like that. That immediately like went to like my number one bucket list golf course. Yeah. When, and and you know people could be like, "How is that your number one?" But it it just is. And it was it was probably just because I was like, number one, it's on my number one bucket list because I love weird, crazy, quirky, gritty. I said that in that video. Um, and then also just like accessibility, like that is an easy number one bucket list golf course. I'm not gonna throw. Pebble Beach as my number one bucket list golf course because I don't know how realistic that's going to be to really get out there. It's all the way across the country. It costs like a lot of money. So for me, that kind of like the value of it. Mm. Sure, it's Pebble Beach and like, you know, that we've been watching that since we were, you know, I, I mean, since we were kids, we saw Tiger play and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, that's definitely up there. But I think I also look at the value of it and how, how, what I would want to, I don't know, I guess experience and stuff like that. And it just kind of shot up there for me because it, it felt like something different. Like Pebble Beach feels like a very like championship style golf mm-hmm. course. I'm not knocking it at all. Yeah. I'm pretty much rambling on here. No, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying 100%. And I, I, by me not picking Tobacco Road, that's not saying anything no, no, bad no. about the course. Right. I loved the course. I loved the vibe. I loved everything about it. Um, I would not say it was a bucket list like it was a bucket list course in the sense that i wanted to play it but for me like bucket list i guess is is that slightly i guess you're harder right. to attain i guess i guess what it what i when i say number one it was like the one the one that like i'm gonna knock off first okay yeah that's i guess yeah, what, yeah. I, what no, i'm yeah. trying to say I mean, is like if i don't do, if i don't play saint andrews or whatever or like just a golf course that isn't like as close to us as possible, then like it's going to be further down the list. It's still on a bucket list. Yep. But no, yeah, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. When I had show you the course last year, I said, this is a bucket list course for me. This is something I want to go to. This is something I want to check out. Um, so yeah, it was great to check that one off and I absolutely will go back, especially, I mean, because it's so easy for us to get to. Um, and it's it's reasonable easy but it's easy it's drivable it's easy it's just far anything on the east coast is easy yeah yeah florida i would just fly to yeah 100 percent um but yeah why i like the golf course um i like i just kind of mentioned i like the quirky i like the weird i like the different um it's just very it's it's cool the aesthetics of it are super cool there's just all the sand all over the place um i like that the conditions were great. Don't get me wrong. I like that they were a little more rugged. Mm. They were mm-hmm. like they were like pure ruggedness. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I feel like I know that there's different definitions about Lynx golf and everything, but I feel like kind of to a degree, it's like maybe maybe Lynxy. Like I feel oh, yeah. like I mean Lynx is playing off the off natural of, yeah um, vibe, and, and I, I f- mean I guess you could argue that it's not natural because, because it, it was, was a, a sand, sand pit. pit but but it was it was a course that was built based upon the land and it you know it was an old sand pit so it was a mess yeah. and he sculpted that mess into so i guess maybe Something maybe really it's cool. not linksy because he sculpted guess, it I yeah guess, it's not i guess it's not yeah whatever yeah <laughs> i just like i like the quirkiness of it i like quirky golf courses yeah. i like I like that every hole is different, um, and I just like the vibe of the clubhouse. The, the, it's just, so the, just the vibe of the whole course. Cool I mean, you know, even in the vibe, it's it's infectious. I mean, everyone out there that we ran into was feeling the vibe. Yeah, you, you yeah, could yeah, just yeah, tell. Yeah. Like it was it it's a it's a vibe that gets into you from the second that you pull down that road down it's into very, yeah. you. Just you're no longer. Nothing else matters around you. Yeah. And that that that's one thing I definitely liked about it is it was, you know, it was captivating in that sense. You you pulled in and 
you were sucked into it. Yeah, that, yeah. that was the only thing you could see around. It was the only, only thing. And, yeah. and that, that's very, very cool. And that's, you know, kind of also, I mean, Great Rivers on the side it's of the similar, river. It's and similar, it's, you know, you can see some stuff. As, you can see some similar. stuff across the river, but there's not, you go down that road and across the train tracks and down, there's nothing else down there. There's it's a golf course. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess Great River was definitely up there as well. Obviously, like probably probably would put that as number two. But for me, just we, we you know that was just I enjoyed it. I liked I liked the layout. I liked all the sand, and I just I thought it was a beautiful golf course. And that's kind of like up my alley. Um, what about golf courses that surprised you? Is there one that you can think of off the top? Like I Quail mean, Ridge. Yeah, I'm gonna say Northfield. Oh yeah, that's a good one I'll too. Put, I'll say just because I want to. I, I don't want to try yeah. to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Quail Ridge, obviously, we've talked about it multiple times on this podcast, and you can go watch the video. Hit without a doubt, hidden gem of North Carolina. Obviously, we haven't played a if ton you, of North Carolina if golf. If you're playing Tobacco Road you need to play and Quail not Ridge. playing Quail Ridge, you're fucking up. Yes, one hundred percent. If you're going down to Pinehurst in general, and you're coming from New England, and you're driving down. And you're going to play like Southern Pines and all that stuff. Stop at Quail Ridge first. Have that be your first round, and then go and then go down to Pinehurst. Like you, if you're going down there, yeah, it's twenty minutes it's, away. It's twenty minutes. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Northfield. Um, just that's a good one. It's a really good one. It's that you know little nine hole track. I don't think we ever really talked about it too too much on the podcast. I don't think we you know did an episode on it, but we did do a video on it. It's only like three minutes, so if it you want to go watch it. It was, it, was a, it was a shit we say feature. It was a shit we say feature. That is correct. Um, you know, beautiful nine hole. I got to bleep those out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, beautiful nine hole golf course that had kind of a similar situation with Quail Ridge. Apparently, like landscaping. I don't, I mean, I don't know if Quail Ridge was bought by Lint. No, it was bought by Head Pro and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But situation as far as like somebody bought it and then it was on it was it was failing it, it was, was failing it was going bankrupt somebody it wasn't put a lot yet. of work into it and uh the it's a landscaping company that owns northfield so it's just it's just it just reminded me a lot of quill ridge yeah um yeah. so i'd definitely say that i i'm gonna throw a curveball i was just thinking about it um do you have a favorite beer that you've had this year oh shit I, hmm, what? I don't. I don't even know. I. That's a tough one. To, I know that's a tough one to just fire out. Oh. There. Maybe we'll. Maybe maybe we'll save that. Yeah. Um. Why? Can you think of one? The one in the fridge surprised me. Yeah. But. Off the top, no, that's why I asked you first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like that. Uh, oh, damn. Um, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, I definitely drank a lot more beers than I carted rounds, so <laughs> it's harder to <laughs> sift through that. You pull up your pull. It, well, did you check everything in? God no. But hold on, did you check anything? Would you have if there was something so good? That you're like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. You probably would have checked that in. Not always. Sometimes I get so wrapped up in wrapped it that I just moment. don't even. I skipped right over it. I will. I can say, I have a brewery that surprised the hell out of me, and that was um, Druthers Brewing up in the Adirondacks. I was had, not expecting much, and it was now. Hold on. Now hold on. Did, I feel like when you told me about it, you said it was more of the place. It was the place, but all the beer was solid. The beer was solid. And I thought it was going to be just a tourist trap. The beer was going to suck. So it was like similar about like Northfield. Yes. So, okay. Can yes. we explain the situation? We're going to go, we're going to backtrack about Northfield. When we got invited, well, we, we hit up our buddy Colin, who's in the video um, he was like, hey, you know, you've been wanting to play golf. So we're like, hey, like, we'll, we'll come up to you. Give us a couple of recommendations. And he said that golf, he said Northfield or. Um, Crump and Fox. Was it? Yeah, Crump and Fox, which we've heard of Crump and Fox before. At the time, it, this was kind of summer and we wanted to play it in the fall 
full age time. We, j- we didn't end up doing that, but um, so we were going to save that. So we're like, let's play Northfield. We never heard of it. And on our way up, we're like, I, I was just, lo- I was like, I don't know anything about this golf course. And I looked it up and it was a nine hole golf course. Yeah. And like the demeanor of the conversation, the car just kind of switched. And I feel like my perspective on nine hole golf courses shouldn't be the way that it was. And it's definitely not now. I agree. Um, it, it- it gave me a reality it, check to stop yeah, being a pretentious yeah. fucking We were being asshole. pretentious that it was only nine holes because we're like, oh, we're playing 18. We're going to have to go around it twice. And yeah. then, you know, so we got kind of like, not I bummed think, out. But I think like, there should be more nine hole golf courses. I do courses. think there should be not more nine hole golf courses. It gave us a reality check for sure. Like yeah. there's, I think that nine hole golf courses should be a thing. And also something that I've been kind of like wanting, like itching to to do is like, like short courses, like like mm. like par threes, you know, like Sand Valley has, I think the Sandbox, Bandon Dunes has the Preserve, like all these like really, you know, destination golf courses have these short golf, like short courses. I wish we had more of those around here. Yeah, no, I, I think that, I think that that's something that as the United States and everything keeps developing and the land gets more and more you know, confined. I think we will see a lot more of that. Yeah. And also just the fact that you can play nine holes in two hours or less. Like, yeah, I, I, I think that golf is heading that direction. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Um, so yeah. So I don't know if you've, so you said Druthers, I guess, was like the brewery that really kind of like surprised me. Surprised yeah, you. yeah. Surprised it had, had the Northfield effect. Not the best, not, not, not the, the best, best beer. No, but it, then that's why I worded it as it surprised me. Fair enough. That was as best as I could do. Yeah, I, could, yeah. I couldn't pick a one beer that stood out to me, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Nope. You got nothing? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I do like that we, there's this remake of... I don't know. What it's is an, it? It's an old. It's an old ale, right? Like, a, like yeah, a, oh, old, an old here, ale from. Uh, it was a remake that Alvarium has done, and uh, it's a. It's a good beer. It's solid. Cremo, Cremo. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, we, and here's we, the we, thing. Like, uh, the other thing is like we don't know the story about this. We don't know if it's the exact recipe or what that right, is. Right. Right. Um. We're not. We're we're definitely not quiet about the fact that, uh, and I'm not that I, I'm kind of gravitating a lot more towards like pilsners, lagers, especially pale on ales, the golf course, especially on the golf course, and just kind of in general now. Um, like, you know, Ten Penny, I think is a great, Phenomenal. great ale. That's East Hartford. That's right down the street. We Connecticut try OG. Them, try and get them on the podcast. Um, I just kind of like, I just like the taste of beer. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah. these beers taste beer flavored like beer. beer. Yeah, beer flavored beer. Um, so I we got this. We had gotten this beer like the other week, Cremo, and it just yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. So I mean, that is obviously the most relevant in my mind. Um, I feel like you know, obviously we've had some great beer on the podcast, and you know, with Colorblind and Back East. Amherst. Amherst Brewing giving us a ton of beer at the beginning and, and sponsoring some episodes. Um, so, I mean, but I feel like lately I've just been kind of like a, I haven't really been branching out here and there. And maybe that's wrong. I'm sure I could look at my my untapped. What I will say that I'm really excited for is uh, is Goose Island's Bourbon County. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And that's coming up in like a week. So, yeah. I honestly get more excited from all of the local breweries putting out their stats around that time of year. And I like, I, I'm good. Um, I, I always look forward to the Goose Island, but it, it's cool because it's once a year. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I, I like, I like that the, you know, the, Thanksgiving releases of stouts has become such a prevalent thing yeah, throughout yeah. the beer industry. I mean, we said this, I know, in the Oktoberfest episode, like, I'm definitely kind of a seasonal beer drinker, and it's, like, stout season right now, so I'm getting getting pretty stoked for to 
to have some good stouts. I was at my buddy's house the other day. We had a Friendsgiving thing, and, and we had uh, just some stouts, and we all shared. It was great. It's good. So yeah. I look forward to that. I feel like that's the that's the best part about stout season is it's it's a big sharing. Yeah, season. yeah, yeah. People get bo- people get bottles. You look bottle forward to crack them open. Yeah, it really brings the whole like this is something special. Aspect yeah, to it. yeah. And it, yeah. it brings that that social aspect of like hanging out, cracking open a bottle. You know, everyone everyone I pouring feel like a little I bit for everyone and go through with, yeah. with friends in the winter. Um, yeah. and, and you know, late fall. Um, what about like, yeah, as far as stuff you want to do? Well, here, I want to, I want to touch oh, on yeah, this. I've been what, what's your favorite video that we made this year? Oh, I had said that was a thing. Yeah. Damn. I wanted to ask you that first <laughs> so that I could like say something else. Um, do you have one? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Go ahead. The forward T video. That was, that's a really good one. I, that's actually a really good one. That, I was kind of a hater on the idea of that. Really? Yeah. Remember, like from the start, like when we we're you were like, "Oh, we should do the red tees. We should do the red tees. We should do the red tees." Like all year, and yeah, I was like, "Eh, whatever. Yeah. Like it is what it is." And then when we finally came down to doing it, and we played the green tees, so we played up from the red. Well, I did say the whole time I was like the forward tees. Yeah. No, you had said red. But um, then I realized that yeah. there was red. I was yeah. meeting like the, the most forward tees. That I realized that there was one, one more. That one was a lot of fun to do, and it got a lot of good um, feedback on it. Like people seemed to really, really yeah, enjoy yeah. that one. So I, I think that one was a lot of fun. But honestly, like I'd say most of the match play ish videos we did kind of were a lot of fun. Just like those were a lot of fun to shoot. I don't think those were my, like, the, like, I would pick those as, like, my favorite videos. Mm. I think more of the, because those are, I, I mean, I guess it's probably just because it's, like, less produced. Yeah. To a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, to me, it just felt, one that was, one, that, those ones truly felt like just kind of like an extension of a podcast. You know what I'm saying? It was like that, a well, podcast on the course. It's and that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's why I thought it was cool. And that, you know, the. And that's again like they're they're kind of less produced. There's like basically if you haven't watched them for whatever reason, it's just us in the studio talking with the guests, talking shit to each other while we're watching the footage, and then you see the footage of of, of golf. Those I mean th- those are some there's some great videos. Um, my favorite forty is a good one. That's a good one. Which one though? Part one or two? You can't uh, say I was thinking of it as a whole. Um, no, no, that yeah, like that's your answer. But now I'm just curious, which one do you like better? Um, you can think about that while mm-hmm. I while I try and drum up something here. I mean, I think you're. I'm just gonna have to kind of like say some stuff part to kind of think. Part one, you like part one because it leaves you with a cliffhanger. It does leave you with a cliffhanger, and that's what's cool. Like you got that suspense on to like, okay, they're at this point. Where are they going next? Yeah, week? yeah. So. I like. I like. I do like part one in that aspect, but I like part two better because I think that um, we had recognized while we were out filming that we needed to get more talking. Yeah, and no, I'll with that. And I think that that one is is just uh, put together a little bit better, just because there's more there's more stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that the Great River video came out really good. Uh, really, I think. What I like most about that video is the drone shots, so I don't think that's really like super fair. Um, here, let me just kind of look at our videos. Hmm. Let me think. You already said your answer. I know. No, I'm thinking of another question I want to ask you after that one. Let I got it ready. See here. No, I mean the. On the Rome series as a whole was freaking sick. The On the Rome series, and that's probably what I, I would probably. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's tough. Mm. <laughs> Here's what I will say. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to pick. Um. Fuck. All right, think about All right. that. I, I think I think here's what I'm going to say. I think that, and and I added a lot of the videos, so it's probably harder for me to to 
to think about this just because, like, you know, I have, like, nitpicks with, with all the videos. What I will say is I think if with everything that we've done this year, I think the Great River video is getting is getting to where we we're trying we're to, trying to we're go we're with trying the videos. to go with the videos. I think if you can take the Great River video as far as like obviously the match videos those those aren't going to change. That's what that's yep. going to be yep. and 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 we like those. But for me I like more of the produced stuff. I like some of the and those videos are definitely longer form content, yep. but I like the longer form like documentary style feeling videos. I think Great River is kind of the closest thing to that in the aspect of storytelling where we talked a lot about like what holes we liked and why we liked them and just kind of the 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 ebbs and flow. I think there's parts of that video that needed a lot of work and we didn't get a lot of we didn't get a ton of footage and that's because we were there to play the golf course and we filming was kind of an afterthought. Yeah. Um and then that's also kind of the case with some of the on the roam videos where you know, we did go down there to film these videos, but we are also playing golf, so it was difficult. And I think just looking back, like, I know I really haven't picked one, but I think if you could take what we did with Great River and what we did with, with some of the videos in the On The Rome series and kind of cul culminate that, like, I think that's where, where I'm trying to head with mm -hmm. some of these videos, yeah, yeah. especially the On The Rome series and the On The Rome at home. But what I will say... I think I just I think it clicked for me. I think the Northfield video is my favorite. Okay. Because actually thinking about it now, I think that is for the most part, I know it's super short. It it was the first one and I think we both kind of said this that was like this is this, this is, is it. this is the style. This, this is, is where the, we're going yeah. with this. So, I think I'd say that one. I know it's short. I wish it was longer, but also at the same time it's a nine-hole golf course. And yeah. I think yeah. that was probably the most well-done one that we did. And I think that that was, you know, the thing about both the Great River video and the Northfield video was that those were local courses to us and when we went we were looking forward to playing, but it was not that, you know, awe that awestruck were going away to play golf. It was I like know, and that's local. That's why I don't want to see it, the on their own ones. And it, it's like, and it 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 really translated. Look at it from that. It really translated to the fact that we were like, holy shit! Like this is something that everyone in our area should know about. This is something that people not in our area should know about, and that I think was cool because. We, we had, had filmed videos at golf courses going to it with the same with the we're going to play golf we're yeah. gonna, we're going to bring the camera and if this is something we're going to show it and we yeah. didn't yep yep so I think that speaks yeah to no what you're I think to that's say. a big part of like we realized that like yes it it's cool to do those big name courses and everything but we're like and kind of like going back to like the Quail Ridge thing like it's cool to play those courses that aren't really, on the top yeah. of everyone's and list they and they really are the hidden gems sleepers, the hidden gems so yeah I, I think i think i'd pick the 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 north field obviously i'm also biased i got my first eagle there so but i think that one was really well done is there a podcast episode that sticks out to you as your favorite i will i will say i think that um my favorite episode of shit we say is when uh well, the, the first, first episode. the first episode of shit we say is 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 fucking awesome. But also, the, I think it's the last one that we just did recently at the orchards with Cam. Yeah, that was fun. That was that one was fucking hilarious. That was fun. Um, oh man, I would probably say one of the earlier ones with with some guests in there. I gotta, I would have to think off the top of my. I, I mean, it's hard to think off the top of my head, but I mean, do you have do you have one? Because you've been sitting here thinking, or no? Um, I I have a hard time narrowing it down to like one or something. I will say, just kind of, I enjoyed the back east one a lot. Like those guys are that obviously a lot, a lot of, fun of fun to hang out with. But yeah, like yeah. for that one especially, like that was just so much fun to have that many people in the studio. Yeah, and that's that was really what stuck out to that. I mean, like I love getting into these deeper conversations with you know one guest, maybe two guests, all of that. But having those episodes every once in a while, and I don't think it should be always because I think it just, it's all over the place and we're all yelling over each other and all of that. But like, that was a lot of fun to have that many people 
in it. And that was what the third episode. So that was like new into it. Was it the third or was it pretty sure it was the third. Pretty sure it was us. Then Ian, then, um, back East, but I could be wrong. No, Um, that was the fifth. Oh, fifth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I was close, but, um, yeah, no, that, that one kind of stood out to me because that was one of the most different ones in that sense of it. I like the I like the episode with Patty just because I feel like that's a really interesting episode, especially talking about like you know golf in Ireland. Um, I, I don't. I mean, fuck, man. Like we've done a lot of cool. It's hard. We've done a lot of cool yeah. stuff. Um, uh, I don't know. No, no big deal. <laughs> No big deal. I think you were moving us on to somewhere else. Where were we going? Well, just in terms of like next year, what do we want to try and do with the podcast? The podcast, I think we're do we're doing. We're, I we're, think the podcast. There was a little while where we fell off, and now we're getting back into it, and it's regularly yeah. weekly thing, and yeah. we're cranking it out. And I think that continuing if we learn, like, to it will do be that easier to do it bi-weekly down the road then maybe that that becomes a thing but i think you, you should i think i think I think, I think i think it's i think it's a weekly thing i think yeah. there's always some i i mean even if there's a week where it's only 20 30 minutes long i think there's always there's something there was always about. something to talk about on that yeah. like this one's already way longer than i was expecting it to be really yeah we're, we're an hour in yeah I, well i thought that it was i thought be. we were doing like a short like 30 40 minute one it just kind of happened. It just happened. And that's my point. Like that's that's you turn that's the, the mics cool on and yeah. we just, they we just, just keep talk. going. Golf is an easy topic to talk about, and especially when especially we, when you bring beer into it too. So now you got two freaking topics. Yeah, that you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. go yeah. on forever about. And we're we're making videos and stuff. So like, there's kind of like a it's like an onion. There's layers. Oof. Donkey, <laughs> or no Shrek is like an onion with whatever. Um. <laughs> Well, okay. I think we need like a counter for like failed references from both of us to like movies or something else that are like, they're always close, but they're never on. (laughs) (laughs) We're bad with the movie references. We're like, yeah, they're there, but they're not there. Um, Yeah, I guess like just kind of wrapping up, like, is there, is there anything video wise that you'd like to try and do? Um, and you can be kind of vague about it because I don't want to like completely. I, no, I, I could straight up answer that. And for me, it's showcasing a lot of what New England has to offer. Like, you know, both of us love the area we live in. Yeah, we love yeah, New yeah. England. We love all of it. We've both traveled all over New England and checked out, you know, everything it has to offer. And there's always more. And that's that's part of what I'm looking forward to is finding the more of those hidden gem courses or yeah. checking out those courses that we've heard about and never played and being able to share that with, you know, our podcast audience with the YouTube audience and getting the word out for some of those courses, because I think that new England's a greatly overlooked place to get away and even more a greatly overlooked place to, to come go play, play golf. golf. Yep. I, I do agree. I think that like, you know, there's a lot of great places on the East coast and, um, I think new England's a hidden gem, especially like we kind of talked about in the Oktoberfest episode, uh, fall, like fall golf is, is a great time to come play golf here. Um, I'm also looking forward to doing that. I'm looking forward to doing more of the challenge videos. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was like, like, I really enjoyed the 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 forward tee video and you know some of the match videos and stuff like they I like how it sprinkles in between like us chatting here and all that stuff but I really enjoyed more of the on course talking and I would like to try and incorporate that more into some of the match match play videos yeah. is more of the shit talking on the golf course and then you know trying to do more of these um, forward tee videos making them a little more produced kind or not forward tee videos challenge videos um, where we have this idea of maybe playing like multiple different sets of tees on one nine and seeing seeing the different differences in scores. Or, you know, we also have these other ideas with, you know, limiting clubs and all that stuff. So I think that would be um, a fun thing that we just never really got around to doing. Maybe trying a few more of those next year. Um, and then, yeah, definitely trying and getting out and doing more of the on the roam at home, yep. which... 
Um, if you didn't watch the Great River video, we we called it the on the roam on the roam at home, um, and we wanted we were trying to figure out kind of the name for this series where we highlight local New England golf courses, um, the hidden gems, um, and you know the first episode in that kind of series was Northfield, yeah, and we just never really came up with a name. So definitely doing more of those. Now that we're kind of on that topic, are there any golf courses that you feel like we off the top of your head, you already know that you would want to try and go see if they are, if they fit that category. Um, or there, or, or, you know what? Not even that. Are there any golf courses that you didn't play this year that you want to play next year around here? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, we had talked about going to Crump and Fox all year and we never made it up there. I definitely want to go play that. Um, I also actually kind of, I guess on a hidden gem, I really want to go play Connecticut national CT national. In um, yep. yeah, because I've heard nothing but amazing things about that course from multiple people. Um, there's, there's also a course in, um, central mass that I can't think of the name of right now. And it's been recommended to me many times that I want to go check out and I'll have to get back to you on that one. There's one, there's one, is it the one that used to be like an old military base? Is that what you're talking about? I think it might be. Yeah. I don't know the name of that, but I, I, I think Fort Devens, is that, does that sound right? Hold on. I think I can find it. Cause I think that I, that I think is kind of like up my alley where it's like quirky, weird, dunesy. Oh, that, that course that we were told about, and this isn't New England, it's New York, but there's a course that apparently runs through like an old insane asylum or something. Jake was telling us about it. We were supposed to go out oh, and play Oh, yeah, 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 And yeah. Uh, we never got around to it. That course looked unbelievable. So that probably wouldn't necessarily be in the On the Roam at Home series, but it right. would be a something. golf course that would potentially be featured if, I mean, if not, we're just going to go play it. I think it's Redtail Golf Club. Is the one that I'm thinking of. Hold, please. Um, Highfields Golf. Highfields Golf. Highfields Golf. Where's that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> it's in Mass. That's that one somewhere in Mass. Yeah, the one that I'm thinking of is Redtail Golf Club in Fort Devens, Massachusetts. I have I have heard of that too, I believe. Uh Grafton. What is it called? Highfields High Golf and Country Club. Who told you about this? A few people actually. Um Highfield Country Club? Yeah. Golf and Country Club, yeah. Oh wow, this place looks cool. Yeah. I I've heard many good things about that place. Um so that that's one that stuck out on that kind of like possible hidden gem yeah yeah i think i think probably red tail this one looks really cool um keeney yeah Keeney. as far as Keeney. just like just like going to play like we i we talked about that more than crumpin we gotta go yeah. play Keeney. well we yeah play Keeney. it's it's a it's, course that's down the street from us and it's absolutely shame on us for never getting there this year so you know we're probably that's without a doubt needs to be a thing next year um shinnecosset oh yeah yep shinny um, and Trying to play any and all Don Ross courses up in the area. Yeah, that I think almost should be <laughs> a series. A series itself. in itself um, is there's actually a decent amount of like Donald Ross uh, golf courses, and you know I'd like to look into it a little bit more because I think there's a golf course. There is a golf course that was designed by Donald Ross that I think we found out has had a lot of changes. So I don't know yeah. if that would necessarily count. Maybe? It, could, it could almost be a bonus episode, a bonus in, the, episode. in the series. But yeah, that would be really cool is to like, and that, I don't think that's something that we're going to be able to do all next year because I think there's right. like a decent chunk there, of them. Yeah. There's also a lot of them that are private. Yeah. Um, so it would obviously be focusing on the public ones. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely some, probably some more Cape Cod golf next year, I think. Yeah, yeah I think that. For like a weekend or something. I th yeah, I think they're doing some sort of kind of Cape Cod golf series would be cool. Would be super cool. Um, and then... Because that, I mean, that, that, 
that plays into the destination card. Yeah, you know yeah. that that plays into you take a that's trip. Almost, you go on that's vacation. almost like yeah, that's not even like an on the roam at home. That's no, like, that, that's like a series. I that, feel like, and you know, we're talking about this now, but like I feel like on the roam at home is kind of like ninety one ish. Yeah. I don't. I don't even think it needs to be that. But on the ro- on the to, Rome at home I is more say, of like one off. Like if we're gonna go to the Cape, we're gonna go play quite a few golf courses and put, yeah. Like put if a we trip were to go together. up to like North, like the, the White Mountains, that's really not like an on the Rome at home because that's kind of far. You're probably gonna go up there and play like a few, like a yeah. few rounds of golf. Yeah, yeah. There's some good golf up there. You don't yeah. think there is? Yeah. No, I'm not. I don't. It's not that I don't think there is. You don't think it's worth it. No, no, nothing along those lines. I just, um, as far as like destination, like I don't necessarily think that's like a destination, destination. golf area. He's going, he's I'm, going I'm, like I'm this. making hand motions he's like, for everyone who can't see what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't necessarily think that that's a destination. Um, Shattuck, Shattuck, Shattuck. and Jaffrey. Yeah. That's near Mount Monadnock was suggested to us when we went up to Northfield. To Northfield. Um, looked into it. Looks really cool. Would love to play that next year. Yeah, another another golf course is as uh, on the list for next year, and I'm sure that some of these golf courses won't get played next year, and that's just how it is. But that's good. I mean, like you you want to have something to look forward to. You yeah, knock yeah. them all off the list in you know a short period of time, yeah. and then like the list gets harder and harder to do. I mean, the my New further, England list is away. really fucking long. Yeah. but like as far as ones next year that like I'm not I'm not even going to mention some of the other ones like though like. I agree, CT National, like pretty much all the ones you said, and then yeah, like Shattuck, Keeney, Shinny. Yeah. Oh, that actually one that we really got to do is that little nine hole. That little nine hole down on the water. Down there. on the water in Connecticut. Don't know what the name of of it is off the top of my head, but it it's it's I think a pretty like Instagrammy course. Yeah, yeah. If you will, scenic because it's right on the water. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I don't know, I feel like that's that's that for that.